close. You have to move away. It's like I'm laying down a work tape. <laughs> okay, so you guys are runaway slaves. <laughs> cool, and you um, are from Rhode Island. Providence. Providence. What up, Providence Ooh. in the house? Um, did you all meet there? Yeah, so we actually went to high school together in Warwick, Rhode Island, at this, like, all-boys prep school, where usually you go off to, like, a, a really great college, <laughs> and we didn't go to college and started a band. Okay. So our families were pretty excited about that. <laughs> As most are yeah. in that situation. Um, so did you start... Uh, playing music together in high school, or was it after? Yeah, so Jamie and Matt actually met each other first, if you guys want to. Yeah, uh, I'd known Matt since third grade. We actually went to, is that third grade's elementary yeah. school? Yeah. We went to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> third to elementary, then. Went to, like, elementary school together, and then we, like, just kind of saw each other back in uh, freshman year in high school, and then had a couple classes together, and then we just you know, found out that we both played, and we just started jamming together in high school. Didn't you guys start, like, a... Didn't you guys have, like, a Hoobastank cover band? Stop. <laughs> no? Or yes? What? <laughs> we had a band that... Did I, did I dream that up? <laughs> we had a band that we, we would do random covers in, and I think Hoobastank was one of them. I remember the first day Jamie like rolled up to a uh, tribute band. It wasn't a tribute band? Hoobastank <laughs> tribute band? Yeah. Very Tom DeLonge. You used to dress like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Very Blink-182. Nice. Yep. The best era. And then I remember, I, because I was two years ahead of them in school, and then I, something happened with me in one of my classes, and I couldn't finish it, and I had to take... (laughs) You failed it. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) And I had to pick a different class, an elective, and I saw theater, and I thought it would be easy, because I was a senior, and then I sat behind Jamie and then yeah. that's how we all started talking about music and I just yeah, figured I all lead singers have long hair so Diane was the only one that had like long <laughs> do hair do you always have long hair? in high school yeah? yeah it was pretty long alright <clears throat> and, and then yeah I got rejected from the one film school I applied to <laughs> and so I was like screw it so that <laughs> so we did started band that summer and the rest was history so when when did you guys officially get together? I'd say oh oh three oh three yeah. was when like we actually started okay. that summer yeah all right and cool. um yeah and we were like I mean we were a local Providence band for years what? until we moved to Nashville did you guys have the same band title uh, to start with as you do now <laughs> no <laughs> a lot of different band names yeah I feel like that always happens yeah. what was your first band name it was so confusing <laughs> I think the very first name that we had like together was called Eyes Once Promised. Eyes Once Promised. That we were, we is so were, emo. Yeah. We were very, <laughs> yeah, that's what we were. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I feel like a lot of people were, su- that was like the the era yeah. of oh, emo yeah. and pop punk, which was like the best time ever. We, yeah. <laughs> and like, it was always tough because that Tom Cruise movie was kind of out at the same time, that Eyes Wide Shut. Shut. And mm-hmm. I feel like whenever we would say our band name, People would be like, like the Tom Cruise movie. Like, nah. We used to play like uh, YMCA's a lot. Okay. And like little shows like that. And then uh, one of 
one of the, our really good friends' bands was called Through Closed Eyes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there were a lot of, uh, a lot of emo stuff going on there. Yeah. Emo we were lines. so emo. Like American Eagle calls jeans. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. the white belts. Oh yeah. Jimmy loved the white belts. Yeah. <laughs> the white um, studded belts. <laughs> oh, I, I rocked them. I was so like, fucking emo. Yeah, oh yeah, no, for sure. It's like embarrassing to think about. No, it always had to be on the side. I still sometimes do it, like, just out of habit. I'm like, oh, wait. That was like a rite of passage. You're like, don't worry, I'm in an emo band. Um, so what inspired you guys, like, I guess each of you or collectively to start a band or like start getting into music? Uh, you know, my aunt was a big influence on me cause I feel like growing up, she like, she just listened to like all the classic rock bands all the time. And then she would give me all these like, like CDs and tapes to listen to. And I just remember like, I really got into Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. like heavy when I was like younger for some reason and then from there it just kind of like took off like I was just like oh my god like all I want to do is play guitar mm-hmm. even though I ended up being a drummer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you play guitar uh, a little bit I can I can play a anytime you get some guitar <laughs> automatically sounds 90s no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can play I can play very 90s rock yeah. sounding music. it's like a guitar machine <laughs> yeah um yeah, for me, I just, I was always a big fan of music. I obviously going to shows, um, growing up, I used to go to, like, Brand New, Taking Back Sunday. Like, I, as actually my little brother was one that showed me a lot of those bands. So mm-hmm. I was always kind of the guy that was, like, front row at yeah. the Saves the Day show, Dashboard show. And then I would sing along in my car. Like, honestly, to, like, Taking Back Sunday. I feel like yeah. that was the band that I would, like, sing to. And then, um... When I, when, we, when I joined the band with these guys, when we started making music, it was the first time I was ever in a band, but I felt like it was because I was so obsessed with those bands. I feel like I wore like a Take Em Back Sunday shirt <laughs> to our first ever <laughs> band practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it came from of, of like extreme, you know, admiration of, of that genre and those, those bands for me. Cool. I feel that. And I guess for me, uh, <laughs> you're up. It was um, for me. Uh, my parents put me in guitar lessons when I was nine, and um, I guess mine just kind of stemmed from my mom. Like, it's kind of different. My mom like liked everything from the Beatles to like Vince Gill, and my dad liked a lot of like Frank Sinatra, like Bing Crosby kind of music. And my grandfather played guitar and sang growing up, so I feel like they just put me in guitar lessons and it kind of just stemmed from there hopefully just trying to make something of it I never took like uh, any like jazz classes in high school or band or anything like that so just kind of only way to go with it was just through Matt asking if I wanted to play guitar in a band so neither of you played instruments in school no no, no. no. oh wow yeah <laughs> pretty much learned everything in the bedroom just by listening to everything under the sun to try to make yourself better yeah. I don't know. I feel like just getting together and, and just playing together, you like, you suck, you suck, you suck for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden one day it starts to sound really good and you're like, wow, I guess this really works. How long <laughs> did you guys play together until you were like, okay, this kind of sounds good? I mean, the first shows were just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many people were at your first show? 
<laughs> actually, the first show was actually pretty packed because, yeah. like... Do you remember why? Because <laughs> it was like a... It was like a metal show. Yeah. And we were this, like, Abercrombie wannabe... Famous like, emo. Yeah. Like, the, the guy that was working at the venue, like, got there late, so it was just... The doors were shut, and it was just, like, a bunch of huge, like, bald... Jack men with like spikes coming out of their coats and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're rolling up in like Abercrombie shirts and like emo. Dude, like yeah. all of like the Abercrombie kids from Providence. <laughs> yeah, are like there, <laughs> petrified. Our like parents had to go in and like watch. Like, Where was it? It was at the living room. Oh, I've, I yeah. saw Minus the Bear there. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah. like... Wow, Minus the Bear. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucks that, that that venue's not there anymore. Um, it's so small, but, I like, I really it's, like it. Oh, they knocked it down. And it's, really? Like, the bathroom yeah, just never had any doors on it. It's <laughs> a toilet. <laughs> it's so, that's the best kind of venue, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I truly, truly miss that place. <laughs> Um, so what are some of the bands that inspire your specific sound, like, right now? Or musicians? Man, I'd say, personally, for me, um, I mean, I'm still really inspired by, like, like Brand New and, and those guys, because I just feel like there's something about all those, those guys, because they actually formed their bands, like, themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've been in the, the music industry now for a while, and you can kind of see, like, some things are put together and, and everything's not really like what it seems sometimes. And I feel like for me to look back at like those bands and to know that, yeah, they started off because they just loved music. So for me, yeah, I mean, Brand New is still a, a big influence on me. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you guys agree with that or? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I don't think I'll ever, and I, now I understand like why, why your parents always like, you know, they stick with what they like like you know like I'll, I'll I can't get out of like what I grew up on yeah I mean? like I'll always listen to that and it'll never get timeless to me yeah and then it's like you just always want to like I've been listening to like all the throwback stuff like lately mm-hmm. like just I don't know I just can't get like you can't get <clears throat> by it no matter like it, it's like refreshing every time just because like you grew up and you love that music so much you know yeah so I don't know to me that's just kind of how it is like you can listen to new stuff on the radio and it's cool, but then all of a sudden, like, an old song will come on, and you're like, yes. Yeah. And you just enlighten something in you. Well, because like, I feel like it sparks a memory of when you were listening to that music, yeah, and I feel um, like in your teens, it's, like, the weirdest, like, most confusing time, and that's when you're, like, starting to figure stuff out, yeah. so I feel like yeah. music is, if you're into it, it's a big part of just, like, the theme yeah. of your life. It kind of is, like, in you. It's just, like, yeah. soul. It's, like, that music is in your body, and it's, that's who you're always gonna, like, be, because that's what you listen to when you were when your brain was forming, when you were growing up. Yeah, that's true. And, and I think, like, as a musician... <laughs> your brain was forming. It's, yeah, it's true, though. Well, your, your brain, brain doesn't brain. fully no, yeah. form until... Yeah. Just my mom still life. doesn't think my brain has fully formed, so... <laughs> yeah, but I think as, as a musician and, and any kind of artist, like, you really need to listen to that. You need to just, like, be yourself. Yeah. And, and let that be <clears throat> your inspiration, because I feel like you go into it, you go into any sort of art making it because like, you truly believe in it and it's who you are. And then, especially with music, like along the way, you can start to kind of compromise that and mm-hmm. start making music that necessarily like you might not believe in. Yeah. You know? And then that gets to a scary place and 
that kind of happened to us for a while. Yeah. And I think that with this album right now, like, we're truly in a place where, like, I feel like we're that band, even though the music's different and, like, we, we've grown and stuff, and it's, it's way more of a, of a pop thing now, but um, I feel like we're the band that we were before we moved to Nashville again. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, as far as, like, a songwriter and an artist, like, it's the most inspiring feeling ever, like, being those guys again. Yeah. So... Um, what was the theme of your first album as Runaway Saints? So, so this, so this record right now, yeah, so it's called Boulevards Mm -hmm. and, um, LA, like that, that's really, I mean, we were coming out here for like writing trips and and stuff like that. And I remember the first time I ever came out here, I like, as soon as I got off the plane, I was just like, cause you always hear about LA. Yeah. And then my first trip, I had a crazy experience. Like I was only here for like. I don't even think I was here for like 24 hours. I came out here to like sing on the soundtrack thing and the dudes from the movie company like took me out and it was just like chaos. I didn't sleep. Yeah. Some limo picked me up. <laughs> I had to have the limo driver like, like literally like pull over at one point on the way to the airport. I was like, not, it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, but I instantly became obsessed with LA. Mm-hmm. So when we all started talking about making the move out here, mm-hmm. And just in, in, in doing this, um, we wanted to make a record that really, like, showed our, our love and admiration for L.A. and why we wanted to be here. And I think that's definitely the central theme of, of this album. Did you guys intend on moving out here, or did it just kind of happen? Well, Johnny, Johnny's kind of always been, like, the spokesperson for the band. And, you know, we've put a lot of trust in him over the years uh, to kind of have creative direction just because he's really good with that kind of stuff so Johnny wanted to actually move to LA first and we were all still living in Nashville and I think that we were all at the point when we were there for like seven years and we were all kind of ready for a change like we all wanted to have a change and Johnny was just the first one to actually come out to LA and then you know Jamie and I were like yeah I mean why why not like let's do it let's I think go. all the you all know? the moves can came like abrupt and we're just like, all right, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, like you year, know, in a year we'll move, it's just kind of like, just went with it. Like, I'm well, going yeah. Timing wise, it was yeah. weird. Like my lease ran up literally the day before we left for tour. We were out for like two months straight last spring. I think it was March and April. And it was literally my, my lease, like my last day on my lease was the day before that tour. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, like, screw it. I'm not going to get another apartment. I'm just going to see what happens after this tour. Yeah. And that's when, like, I kind of felt like it was a sign. Like, okay, I think, like, Nashville has has been whatever it was, and it's time to it's time to move on. And L.A., for, for guys from, like, the Northeast and, and, and who we are, I felt like, I feel like we can kind of be ourselves mm-hmm. out here easy, more easily than... Than in the, in than the North. Nash- yeah. Or like, Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nashville was great, and we miss our friends, and, like, that was such an interesting, like, time mm-hmm. for us. We, I feel like we grew a lot, and it's, we realized a lot there, um, but L.A., I don't know, it just, it kind of instantly felt like, like home a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think Nashville is a place where you learn a lot of things mm-hmm. about who you are and what you want to do musically, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then just coming out here, it's like... I feel like we're just kind of like, we can do whatever we want right now, and it's it's really nice to just be able to 
just play and enjoy the weather and just enjoy each other as like friends. We've been together for like, you know, over a decade. We've been together since we were Do you guys live together? Uh, yeah, Jamie and I live together and Johnny lives like two blocks away. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, yeah, but it's it's been, it's kind of funny because it's like, grew up in Rhode Island, played there for like years, then like moved to Nashville, lived there for years, but now it's like, this is like so fresh. Like we've only been here for like, I've only been here for like not even half a year yet. Yeah. So, yeah. This is like a whole new chapter of the, the band. LA takes a lot of getting used to. Yeah, it's so big and it's it's, and it's so spread out. And yeah, it's just, um, and it, it's I truly feel like even though we've been a band, I mean we've been playing music together for a while. Um, I really feel like this this Boulevards album is the first representation of of who we are, mm-hmm. and I feel like everything led to this point. Like I feel like when we moved to Nashville, we were still this like local Providence band. Yeah, and not really ready yet. And then we moved to Nashville, where instantly Nashville just makes you a better musician mm-hmm. because it's seriously the most talented guitar players and singers and songwriters. It's in, like for a city of that size, like it's a smaller city. I can't even believe how many talented people live there. It's crazy and it's scary because you're like, "Damn, I suck." Yeah, you, know, like, <laughs> you think you're good, and then you go to Nashville, yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god." I'm the worst guitar player ever. That's um, the best way to improve, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... You have to get better. Yeah. Yeah. And our, and our time in Nashville was, like, had, had ups and downs. Like, you know, major ups and downs. But, like, I think it truly prepared us, like, for this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, like, you know, it was, it, was, it was a tough experience. But at the same time, like, we needed it. Like, we had to be, we had to get better. Yeah. And we had to, like, realize who we are, and we had to realize who we weren't, you know? Yeah. And, and that's why, like, I, I'm, I'm happy to be here, and I'm also glad that Nashville, like, I'm, I'm happy, like, what, what Nashville was mm-hmm. for us, because I think it prepared us. It was like your us. school, your music school. Yeah. <laughs> Intensive <laughs> study. It was. I feel like it's like when dudes talk about, like, playing in the minors for a while. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's tough, you know? But I feel like... Yeah, we had to go through that. It's cool to have a hungry drive. Like, to be hungry for, like, music and success again out here, it feels like you really have to, like, practice and be great mm-hmm. to get noticed out here. And it's cool to have, like, that sense back in, like, playing and <clears throat> playing, trying, like, getting shows and making the best out of shows and promoting mm-hmm. shows. And it's cool to have that feeling back out here, for sure. Yeah. Are you guys signed with the same label that you were as in Nashville? No, so... What really sparked like all of this, Runaway Saints and everything, um, was we, we made the, the decision, which was like one of the hardest decisions of our life, to, uh, to leave the label. Especially when you kind of come from being like a local band like that, um, you kind of dream about getting a record deal and it's, I don't know, it's just this thing that you dream about like, yeah. when you're that kind of band. Um, and then it finally happened for us. We signed like with a with a big label, um, and then years kind of started going by, and it's just we weren't that band anymore, and it was just I don't, I don't know things that life happened. Um, yeah. And then we made the decision. Like I remember, it was it was the hardest thing we've ever had to do. But we kind of made the decision to either continue being a band, or, but we would have to leave the label mm-hmm. or just quit music. Yeah, stop. like there, there really was. There were 
I mean, there wasn't another option. Just creatively, like, we we felt kind of, like, numb or, like, dead inside. And, uh, like, we just didn't want to... We wanted to just do what we wanted to do. Yeah, which you can't really do on labels. You have to do yeah, what they want you to do. Yeah, just kind of to a point yeah. where we were just, like, you know, a couple of years went by, and we didn't really know what we were doing anymore. And you get signed off of, like, one thing that you... Is originally like your plan, it slowly just warps into their plan. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, you know, people lose their jobs, and then all of a sudden you work with other people. Yeah. Then you really connect with these people. And then they're gone. Other people are gone. And it's just like, so anyway, like, and we kind of, like, thankfully, they let us go, too. That's very fortunate, honestly, because it doesn't always happen. Yeah, and I think it says a lot about, like, the character of them. Yeah. I think that they knew... That, like, it wasn't working out for us. Yeah. And we needed to, to do something else. So, like, when we when we asked for it, like, they granted it. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, that was, like, a blessing for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for the first time since we packed up our crap and moved to Nashville, we're, like, truly free. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So good. And, and I feel like with music, like, where it is right now, I mean, like, I, I think it's we kind of have a one-up because mm-hmm. it's like you can do it yourself right now. Like mm-hmm. this album, we, we made it in like in houses and apartments and bedrooms like around LA. Yeah. Um, when before like you'd kind of be like in a in a studio and I don't know, there's this pressure and like big money's on the line and yeah. I yeah. Know, it's weird. It's like yeah. you see the clock ticking it's like you picture like every click of the talk it's like every t- tick of the tick clock. Of the clock. <laughs> <laughs> There's more money like down the drain. It's, or click um, of the talk. Yeah. Like <laughs> Works too. Yeah, we, we it's poetic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> um, cool. Um, um, what progression do you feel you're taking with your new music? That kind of, because you said it's kind of a little more poppy. Yeah. Um, and the one song I listened to had like, I don't want to say electronica element. I don't really know what the word is, but yeah, that kind of Bieber-ish sort of. where it has the little bit of dance music, kind of poppy, but still has like kind of rock sound. Yeah. I, I think disco fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us, um, I, I mean, I love pop music and I, I always have loved pop music, especially pop production. I feel like as I've gotten older and more like in, in you know, in the music industry and all that stuff, I've kind of become obsessed with like production and guys like Max Martin and, and, and what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys like Diplo and Skrillex and like just, yeah. So the, I mean, Skrillex was a big part of that Bieber album. Former emo dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean for us, and I, and I think we want to try to, you know, take a stab at like the big leagues and the, and the top 40 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a band approach, yeah, like, I feel like, when we are in the studio working on music, like, yeah, we're, we're coming at it from a very 2016 perspective and, and, and messing with, like, electronic elements and, and trying to make it sound cool and, and, and current and, and get that point across. But when you come see us live, we don't run any tracks. Like, yeah. it's, it's all live, and we're just a three-piece. So, like, our dream would be to have this, like, cool top 40 single working at radio and all that stuff but when you come see us play it's in this crappy club and you're <laughs> yeah. hearing real music because I feel like I've been going to shows at these like venues and it's cool but it's like everything's tracked and it's yeah I don't know and, and kids are so flipping out to it but like I don't know I miss like when I was their age going to shows and like maybe the maybe the singer 
was a little off, and maybe the guitars were a little out of tune, but it was, like, but it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. There's, like, a different element between live and in the studio, and I feel like, um, you have way more leeway when you get to play live, you can just kind of, like, you can be free and just kind of do whatever you want, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, you know, in the studio, you record something, and it's, 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 that's what it is, and it's always going to be that every single time, because it's, like, it's laid down, it's, it's recorded, and then live you can just kind of yeah play it and, and however you're feeling you know and it's yeah like just drums guitar bass mm-hmm. and then, i feel that i much prefer live music to yeah. listening to it on the radio or yeah. whatever i think it's always even pop music and stuff like it's just better i don't know it's all better live i went to my first hip-hop concert last well not first but first like purely hip-hop yeah and I was like I don't know if it's gonna sound that good because like there's no instruments and stuff because I've always only gone to see rock shows and it was party next door but it was honestly like fucking amazing Dude, like man. I was like that was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life yeah, yeah. Just, just just hearing live voices it's just like it's such a different feeling yeah and energy and every show's different yeah you know? exactly like you get that experience yeah, yeah. Um, and what do you guys have, uh, coming up? <laughs> Last question. <laughs> um, so yeah, so everything has kind of been centered around, like, finishing this body of work. Like, we never really truly had a body of work to call, like, an album or... We actually went into this process, like, it's kind of more of a mixtape, to be honest. Like, just the way we went about, like, making this thing and, like, some of the guys I worked with. I mean, it was, like, one dude would be off to go do his, like, job at like a restaurant and like mm-hmm. meet up and record overnight like in a bedroom and it's just it really was put together like a mixtape but it's an album yeah um so finishing this album which we are literally one track away from being done yeah and, and we're probably gonna party for a little bit nice <laughs> and then um yeah figure out cool cool ways to get this thing released um we'll be probably leaking a couple songs to SoundCloud and Spotify and all that first mm-hmm. and then um releasing the album Soon. I mean, like, I don't want this, like, big build-up. Yeah. Just get it out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like... Hopefully who, get back on the road soon. Yeah, we just want to get the music out there for people. Mm-hmm. And then so we can get back out on the road. So this summer, like, yeah, we'll be touring for the album. And um, hopefully linking up some cool opening stuff, too. Like, we toured a lot last summer with some awesome bands. And yeah. We just want to get back out on the road. And then... Um, Play it to as many people as we can. And yeah. Just, you know, get it out. Like... I don't think there's a reason to to not just release it you know, yeah. and just put it out there everywhere. I mean, that's there's no there's no reason not to have everybody just be able to hear it. Yeah. Know, and just put it out yeah. there. And <clears throat> release the like, album, tour, <laughs> find some good restaurants in LA to and explore LA. <laughs> yeah. I think those are our plans for the next couple months. Yeah. Nice. Super raw too. It's like like John was saying. It's just like different. There's like probably like three or four different like producers on it that like we've recorded so organically in like bedrooms and like like little places here and there and then like like it's not even like we're not even gonna master it it's just gonna be like rough mixes like yeah it's just like we're just putting it out it's just like i don't know i think time to change and it's just like get the music out there like the budget doesn't have to be like a hundred grand to like make some album anymore mm-hmm. I don't know. things are just different yeah i know it's so it's like I'm, i was watching the grammys the other night and the dude kind of came out and was, and was saying how, like, you know, please come out and, and buy albums and all this. And, like, people keep talking about the music industry like it's going away. But, like, 
I think it's actually a great time for music. Yeah. Like some of the power is back in the artist's hands. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like it's 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 forcing artists to to write their own stuff again. Yeah. You know, and to, and to and tour. Find creative ways to get it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just relying to... on that huge industry to to put it out for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some of these shows are out there, and like, like you can, you know, it's like these instant pop stars and stuff <laughs> like that. But like, just know, like, there are guys out there right now, like in a van playing some crappy club playing songs <laughs> that they believe in yeah it's like go find them yeah turn off the TV and go find those guys because like they really care yeah know? so I think it's a it's a good time for music mm-hmm. so yeah well we're excited about this album thanks for having us too yeah, yeah. Awesome. We, saw some, <laughs> we saw some roosters <laughs> that was pretty dope <laughs> awesome okay 